Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. Today, let's celebrate our discomfort zone. The reality is, is none of us like to feel uncomfortable, but we all know on some level that discomfort is what motivates us. And I came across a quote from a book called The Essentia Kabbalah. Now, I am not even beginning to start to even consider saying that I know a thing about Kabbalah, but I found this wonderful quote and I wanted to share it with you. And it's what gave me the idea for this podcast. And the quote is, Whoever delves into mysticism cannot help but stumble. As it is written, this stumbling block is in your hand. You cannot grasp these things unless you stumble over them. To me, this relates to more than simply the study of mysticism. This is something that relates to our entire lives because When I think about my life, it was those times that I stumbled, those places where I stumbled, were also where I learned the most. And they were uncomfortable, and they often didn't make sense, and I certainly wasn't having a lot of fun with it, but they were the times when I learned the most, where I grew the most, where I expanded my consciousness the most. Now, I live in a culture here in the United States where being uncomfortable is just not a thing. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. And I'm guessing that it's it, it may be a cultural thing, but I'm also guessing that most human beings don't like being uncomfortable. So I'm not going to totally blame it on our culture. At the same time, We do have a thing in this country where it's not even okay to be in any kind of pain. I don't know if I've seen a headache remedy advertised in the last few years that wasn't extra strength or extra extra strength or super bombastic strength because, oh my goodness, we can't be uncomfortable. And of course, what also goes along with that is I can't stop for anything. I have to keep going no matter how I feel. One of the positive things that came out of the two-year shutdown for the pandemic was that it showed us that we can stop, we can survive, we can actually be more productive if we slow down and take our time at things. And it's interesting now as I'm watching people very slowly come back out of their their quarantine, out of their caves. Some people have come out quite quickly. I have talked with other people who still aren't ready, and we've been out of the pandemic for, or out of the shutdown for about a year and a half. But everybody's going, everybody's giving themselves permission to move at their own pace, which is really cool. And I am, you know, when someone talks to me about that and they say, well, I'm just not ready. And I say, you know, that's great. I mean, if if you're okay and you've got food and shelter and your life is working for you, why rush? Move at your own pace. Move in, in the way that it works best for you. Allow yourself to find another comfort zone. Allow yourself to be who you are. I think that's one of the greatest gifts that's coming out of this is there's, I'm talking to so many people who have finally realized that it's okay to step back and, and take care of themselves and be who they really are in their, in their life, in their body, in their world. And it's a pretty cool thing to watch, honestly. And it's very instructive for me to watch people stumble and struggle in their discomfort zone looking for the comfort zone again. 
And part of what is happening too, I suppose, is that the comfort zones that we all knew before are not, they're not going to come back the same way. We will learn to become comfortable in the world again, but it's going to be different. It already is different. And that even that makes us uncomfortable on some level. So what do we do when we feel uncomfortable, when that we just don't feel right or settled? First of all, there's a lot of different levels of being uncomfortable, uh, being in discomfort. And those go from just sort of not kind of liking where you are at the moment all the way up to being in actual danger. And when I talk about this, I am certainly not saying that if you feel like you're in danger in any way, um, that your life is threatened or your well-being is threatened, that you should take the time to work through the discomfort zone. No, that's when you take care of yourself and you get out of it and you find another place to be. But when you are simply living your life and things don't feel quite the way you want them to, you feel a little uncomfortable maybe in um, certain situations, or maybe you've belonged to a group and you don't feel as comfortable with them anymore, or you just know that, that what you're doing in the moment ain't quite right, but you can't get there. Those are healthy moments of discomfort, feeling like you're not in your comfort zone, because it is spirit telling you that there's something more for you. I can tell you that people see me speaking in public, and they say I always look so comfortable and so collected. And that's getting better for me. But for a long time, I was up there and my brain was exploding inside my head. Outwardly, I was pulling it off, but I got to tell you, there were fireworks and oh my God's going on and all kinds of stuff, but I motored through it. And every time I motored through one of those moments, I came out on the other end feeling more comfortable until finally I started to be more comfortable. I think in some respects, I've just worn myself down because I'm doing this enough now that it's not worth the effort to feel uncomfortable. Also, it's a matter of learning to trust spirit that whatever I've written or whatever I'm doing right here, right now, talking to you off the top of my head, is spirit speaking through me with my cooperation and the right thing will be said, the right information, the right feeling, the right concepts are being shared. And it is that trust in spirit working in and through me that allows me to do what I'm doing. And I still feel uncomfortable, but being uncomfortable doesn't scare me anymore. And maybe that's the whole point. Maybe the point is not to worry so much about not feeling uncomfortable, but getting comfortable with not feeling comfortable, if that makes any sense. It's like I have anxiety in this moment about this thing that I'm doing. I mean, I always feel a little weird sitting here by myself talking about something, but I also get enough good feedback from people and it feels right to me that I am willing to be in this sort of quasi-comfortable, quasi-uncomfortable place and talk to you for a while because the end result is worth it. So that brings me back to this idea that being uncomfortable is not good, it's not healthy, it's we don't like it, we don't want to be uncomfortable, it scares us. Whereas being uncomfortable 
as I said, is the thing that spurs us on because if I don't want to be uncomfortable, I'm going to do something about it. And when I'm doing something about it, I'm accomplishing something, I'm creating something, uh, whatever it is you're doing. If you are walking through this moment of feeling uncomfortable and not quite in your right place, what are you doing? Think about that. Think about what you are doing when you are working through an area of discomfort. You are moving forward, whether you can see it or not. You know, and there's a difference, I think, between feeling uncomfortable and just not liking something. And I'm not quite sure that sounds like a fine line to me, but, you know, I just, it's, it's like, I don't, there's certain foods I don't like. And um, of course, I would be uncomfortable eating them because I don't like them and I don't want to eat them. And so I'm not saying that you push yourself through every moment of discomfort intentionally. It's like, I'm not going to sit down and eat a plate of something that I really don't like. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that internal feeling of discomfort, whether you're in a conversation with someone, um, in a relationship, um, finding a new job, working in the job that you have, anything that you're doing, even what we might call hobby or being in the arts. I know a lot of people are very uncomfortable while they're doing a painting. And I know someone who did a painting like seven times before they got it right. And all that time that they were working on it, they were feeling uncomfortable. They were in a discomfort zone. And what that discomfort zone did was spur them on to find another way to do the painting, another approach uh, here and there and trying new things, different things until finally they hit it. They got where they wanted to be. They got where they were comfortable with whatever it was they were producing. In this case, it was a painting. Discomfort can be your ally if you understand that it can be your ally. I started to say that you that it can be your ally if you understand it, but the truth is very often we don't know, at least not immediately, why we're feeling uncomfortable. We don't always consciously know what we're uncomfortable about, and that's okay. And it's perfectly okay to say, you know what, I'm not comfortable. I don't know what it is. I just kind of feel twitchy and I don't feel comfortable with this and I'm not sure what to do about it. All of that is perfectly okay to say and feel. I'm uncomfortable. I feel twitchy. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know why I feel this way. Honestly, I think I don't know is one of the most brilliant phrases in the at least English language. I don't know. Because when you can stop and say and acknowledge that you don't know what you're doing, that's the first step in figuring out what is going on and how to move forward. When you force yourself forward, pretending that you know what you're doing, and yes, I have done that often and tried to just barrel my way through something. And the truth is, is that almost never works because when you're doing that, you're not stopping long enough to get new information. You're trying to solve the problem from the angle of the problem as opposed to opening up to solutions. So when you are so busy batting away the feeling of discomfort and trying to feel comfortable instead of working through it, you're not going to find your answers. You're not going to find change. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not that you're trying to solve an actual problem. It's just that circumstances aren't 
optimal and you don't even really know why. Again, I don't know. I don't know. What a wonderful thing to be able to say. Throw up your hands and say, I don't know. I surrender. Go get a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or a donut and sit down and give yourself a moment. And this would be when you would say, okay, I feel uncomfortable. I am very much in a discomfort zone and begin to take inventory. Then the first part of the inventory is, how does my body feel? How do I feel right now in this discomfort zone? Do I have butterflies in my stomach? Do, are my shoulders tense? Am I, is my brain racing in all kinds of directions, desperately trying to find a solution? Do I feel physically tired for no particular reason? And then you can move on to the emotional uh, things that you're feeling like, do I feel angry? Do I feel sad? Do I want to cry? Uh, Do I feel like running away? Any of that emotional stuff is just like, what's going on on that level? And then the intellectual part of it or the the psychological part of it was just like, I don't feel like I'm good enough. I feel like I must be doing something wrong. This is stupid. I shouldn't feel uncomfortable. That's a big one for a lot of people. It's like, I don't know why I feel this way. I've done this a hundred times before. Why am I uncomfortable? Or I've lived this way for so long. Why do I feel uncomfortable now as opposed to like five years ago? That will tell you if you're falling into the idea of shoulds and have-tos and musts and good-enoughs and all of that. And I have to admit that a lot of my discomfort comes from my feeling like I'm not doing something well enough or I might be letting somebody down and, you know, all of that kind of outward-looking stuff. The other day I said something about not wanting to let people down and somebody looked at me and said, and who are you to let other people down? And that was brilliant. They weren't being sarcastic. They weren't being snotty. They were just making the point that uh, if I feel like I'm so important and I can let other people down, maybe I need to do a check. And it was done very lovingly. But they made such a great point about how, you know, I could be beating myself up for something that other people were completely oblivious to. And that's another part of our discomfort. It's like we're always worrying about what is going on with us. And the truth is, is that everybody else is doing the same thing. They're more concerned about themselves than they are other people. And when we learn that, then we can start to alleviate that discomfort that comes from our worrying about what other people think. The discomfort that comes from being in situations that aren't right for us is a slightly different matter because if we're in a situation that is making us uncomfortable, it could be in the extreme something that we need to absolutely get out of immediately, or it could be a new situation where we're in a learning curve, like I've talked about um, going from maybe speaking once or twice a year to speaking at least once a month, if not more, plus doing this podcast. I really kind of went from zero to 60 in that regard. And it took me a while to realize that I had the right to be doing what I was doing, that I to own my space, to say, all right, I am doing this thing and I deserve to be here and people are actually listening and no one runs out of the room when I talk. So there must be something going on here. 
And yeah, I'm still nervous. I'm still always moving a little bit in that discomfort zone. But I have to tell you that if I got completely comfortable with everything that had to do with public speaking or writing, it would get really boring really fast because I wouldn't be putting the energy into it. I would just be, you know, dashing it off with no thought of what would, uh, what the consequences or what the result would be. In that respect, being uncomfortable works well for me because it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me paying attention. It keeps me in that space of wanting to deliver quality information that the the real thing that's coming through my through me through spirit and from my heart and not just dashing off something because I have to dash it off. And you can do the same thing, really understanding that when you're feeling uncomfortable about something, whether it's because it's something you don't want to do, don't know how to do, you're just new at it, um, whatever it is, when you do your inventory and figure out how you're feeling physically, what's going on in your head about it, then you can start to find solutions. Now, you don't always have to do that. Okay, that inventory is just one of the tools that you can use. But when I was talking about the artist redoing that painting several times, I doubt very seriously if they sat down and really cared about what their body, how their body felt or what was going on psychologically. They just kept looking at the painting and going, this isn't right, this isn't right. And they just kept doing it over and over again. They weren't analyzing their own feelings. They were just knowing that they weren't comfortable with what was in front of them. And so they kept changing it until it worked. There's so many different ways to work with this that I can't say that I'm going to give you any actual advice. It's just throwing out these ideas to allow you to think about where it hap- what happens when you're feeling uncomfortable, when you just are so much in a discomfort zone. I mean, my joke really honestly is, is what is a comfort zone? I suppose I have those moments of really being in a comfort zone, like getting up in the morning and coming out and feeding the cats and going through this routine I have every morning with them. And I'm very grateful for that time because once my day starts, anything can happen. I mean, I have plans for a day and I know I've got maybe certain meetings or I need to do this podcast or there's things that need to be done, but especially in the work I'm in, church work, things come from all sides at all times and out of the woodwork. And so I kind of walk through my day just going, okay, what's coming next? I'm doing the thing that I know I need to be doing. Okay, now I'm going to go over here and do this thing. And as I say this, I suppose it's entirely possible that I've created a comfort zone around being uncomfortable or not knowing what's going on. And that's probably another thing for a lot of people. A lot of people may not be comfortable with things coming at them from all sides and not knowing what to do with that. And so that makes people make can make a person very uncomfortable. It's really a matter of understanding yourself and how you work. So think about where you feel comfortable. Think about the times and the places that you feel uncomfortable And what happens for you when you are in a discomfort zone? What is that for you? And how do you react or respond to it? How can you change it? How can you be comfortable inside that in the moment? But more importantly, 
understanding that discomfort is spirit telling us to move forward. Discomfort is the message that says things can be different. They can be possibly better. There is another way to do this. There's another way of being. And when you can start to understand that discomfort can work for you instead of working against you, then you can become more comfortable inside that discomfort and not fight it. And when you stop fighting that feeling that you don't like, you become open to solutions, you become open to new information, you become open to new ways of doing things. And that is what we all really want. That's what we really need, is to move forward, to open up, to expand our consciousness, to become more aware of the world that we live in, more aware of our own spirituality, more aware of the spirit that works in and through us at all times and in all ways. And so that is why I ask you to celebrate your discomfort and then move forward, taking steps to expand your life, expand your awareness, expand your joy, and expand your sense of peace. I wish you a wonderful and blessed week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.